Well, hello, Flames fans. It has been a minute. I hope you haven't forgotten about me here at Locked On Flames. But the Flames have been shut down, and we have a lot to talk about and lots to play catch up on. So let's jump right into it. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, y'all? I hope you're having a good week. It's been, it feels like it's been a month without Flames hockey. I mean, I don't know. I I kind of wish we were going back talking about uh, (laughs) four straight losses than this. This is just brutal stuff here, but. Uh, the Flames had no one enter protocol uh, for two days in a row, and then Dan Vladar entered protocol, and um, so right now it's easier to just list who's not in protocol, and right now I believe, <laughs> as of right now as I'm recording this, it is Matthew Kachuk and Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman has been very active on social media, and uh, he took his daughter, his oldest daughter, Charlie, who is... Uh, She was a Stanley Cup baby, uh, Stanley Cup playoff run baby (laughs) um, the first year. And she she went skating um, on a pond, I believe, in Calgary. And Blake Coleman was showing off all of their times and was just saying, you know, you could tell it meant a lot to him. And, you know, I think that it's so important for us to remember that, you know, these athletes are humans too. And, you know, we don't always get to see that side of them, but... I'm sure it's a lot easier for him, you know, with things being shut down uh, since he's healthy and he's with his kids and he's able to, you know, really make some memories and make the best of this situation. And I know that we're kind of behind here, but <laughs> I think things got worse before they got before they will hopefully get better. Uh, I just think that I I don't know. I <laughs> It's a lot, and I really don't like talking about it because it's so heavy and so negative, and I don't really like the conversation that goes on, the discourse that goes on with regards to, uh, you know, the vaccines and things like that. You know, unfortunately, breakthrough cases happen. Like, it's – the players are asymptomatic. There's a few Omicron Omicron, uh, cases but for the most part, the players are asymptomatic, and that's really all you can ask for. <sighs> I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of all the players and their families and, of course, the pa- the personnel involved and everyone um, affected by this. I'm sure that this throws a wrench in a lot of people's holiday plans as well. Uh, they are shut down until Boxing Day, and that's when the testing will resume Again, so they can hopefully, like, come out of protocol and whatnot. I don't know. The league is on a pause <laughs> for uh, for a little bit. I think until the 26th as well. Um, I, I think that this is what needed to happen about a week ago. There's over, um, you know, 100 players in protocol. And it just, it's a lot. And... I, 
like I mentioned, I just, I really don't like talking about it because of how heavy it is. It's, it's just, um, kind of brutal. And, you know, we're going to talk about some more positive, uplifting things this episode. And not really, actually, I am entirely lying to you because we are going to continue to talk about this because we need to talk about it. (laughs) So more positive things. And, uh, I guess the the final segment, because we're going to talk about, we're going to do a Stockton Heat check-in, but before we move ahead to that, let's talk about Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge, you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money, because with Boost, you get a, the power of a free 5G phone, so you can listen to all the latest episodes of Lockdown Flames, duh. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest fa- largest 5G networks, so you can get the speed of 5G. Switch to Boost Mobile and find out today. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to America to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save? Boost Mobile. Disclaimer. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See Boost Mobile for details. Well, you know, (laughs) thanks for making Locked on Flames the first listen of your day. Uh, I just, unbelievable stuff from the league, really. And we're going to talk more in depth about it. On another episode, but I there's over a hundred players in protocol as of right now. I believe it's up to over 130, and players are gonna have to miss Christmas. Players are gonna have to like the border crossing is a huge issue. So we'll have to see how that plays out when it comes to the things resuming. I'm not entirely sure how it works, but I think you've had to, like, you have to be COVID-free for, like, two weeks before you can travel across the border. It could be entirely wrong, though, so don't quote me on that. (laughs) And there's names like TJ Oshie, who just entered protocol yesterday, and something that I didn't really like was his, like, wife replied to a fan's comment saying... Like, the fan had commented on, I think it was, like, the Russian Machine Will Never Break blog's Instagram account and basically said, like, oh, um, Oshi's sister-in-law is living with them and she's pretty, like, anti-vax and, uh, and, like, all this stuff. And then his wife commented and was like, um, you don't really know the full details of everything you're talking about, um you know, it's our family. And then the sister-in-law commented. So Lauren's sister commented and said, uh, I've never gotten COVID, but he has. Basically saying that vaccinated people are the only ones getting COVID. So I don't know. Whatever. Like, I just, I don't think it's necessary to take these things to social media like that. Um, Speculating about family is just not really our place. And you just kind of hope everyone does what's best for the interest of public health at this point. 
That's all we can ask for. Uh, my favorite thing that is that happened like before this pause was players being pulled during a game or right at, or like it being announced they're entering protocol uh, right after practice. So with <laughs> Brad Marchand was like this. This is <laughs> literally what happened. So the Bruins tweeted the practice lines um, for morning skate, and then the next tweet above that was Mar- Brad Marchand has entered COVID-19 protocol. Um, he was on the ice practicing. And then, you know, COVID ravaged through the um, <laughs> the Bruins, just like the rest of the league. But why are we, like, why are we playing when tests haven't come back? Like, it's, <laughs> if you're, waiting for a test like if whether it be inconclusive whether it be um you don't have an answer i i think the safest thing to do is to sit out and wait or skate on your own after practice i i don't know um <laughs> i don't know i just i think that uh vancouver it was vancouver they pulled tyler myers in the middle of the game and then the social media um, account, like, people were looking at the team's, like, social media game day stuff, and they were like, wait a second, he was just, the picture of him was just posted walking next to another player, and he was maskless, and he's on the ice, transmission rate speeds up on ice because the particles move faster in the cold, that's, like, one of the only things I remember from seventh grade science and well you know ice rings are cold so I think that like there there just needs to be (laughs) stricter protocols in place especially because American teams I mean even like the Toronto Raptors they share their facilities with different players like the Boston Pride it was only a matter of time before they got COVID because they share uh, Warrior Ice Arena, which is a practice facility for the Bruins and their home arena um, for the Pride, they had a COVID issue, so they had to cancel their game against the Metropolitan Riveters. And, you know, it makes sense with a lot of the U.S. teams who share locker rooms with basketball teams because, <laughs> you know, like there's like a, I don't want to say contamination because, like, <laughs> it just sounds dirty. But, um, <laughs> like, there's, like, that cross-contamination happening. And it's just unbelievable that people are like, we just have to live with this. Yes, of course. This is something that is going to become, I don't want to say like the flu, because we're still seeing, like, horrific death rates and overwhelming of hospitals. But something that is just going, that we're just going to have to become, like, more... Um, not comfortable, but, you know, it's going to become part of, you know, like we're going to have a COVID season the same way that we have a flu season, the same way we have an allergy season, but it's not going to get to like a plateau until, you know, there's things out there that are going to help people stay asymptomatic or for the most part asymptomatic, which there is. And Last time I made a comment about this, someone came into YouTube and basically just the YouTube comments and just had a field day. And I'm just not not in the mood for that. So, you know, put the pieces together however you will. But it's very unfortunate that 
we're seeing like this just it's been giving me such like awful March 2020 vibes and (laughs) I just think back to how horrible things were and like not even because of sports but because of how overwhelmed hospital workers were how overwhelmed healthcare workers were and how scared people were and you know I think that people have for the most part understand now that you know okay like there's like we didn't know how to handle it back then but now there's like some sort of implementations that we know we can take care of so uh those protocols need to be stricter I don't know if it's masks something I'm going to suggest is better ventilation systems because the vents they help filter out the germs um and that's why people were having problems with schools being open because schools have really bad ventilation systems. Same thing with restaurants. Most restaurants don't have, like, they have the bare minimum to keep themselves open. And it's just, like, (laughs) and I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but, like, there are people for a league that I work for that, like, report things to the league office when there's something, like, wrong, when, when someone breaks... COVID protocol on social media. So maybe the NHL needs to start implementing those kinds of protocols and start enforcing heavy fines. Uh, You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the protocols can be rewritten as and whatnot, but I just, I hope that everyone really just feels better that's I don't know I just want people to stay healthy and feel better because at the end of the day like it's more than a pause in the NHL season it's more than not going to the Olympics it's more than having to reschedule you know a trip to your favorite city to watch your hometown team play your second favorite team like these are people's lives and you know we don't know if they'll develop long COVID or what So we're just going to keep hoping and keeping our fingers crossed. But, uh, you know, um, it's just, it's very heavy. And I think that a lot of people are just burnt out from talking about it and seeing it everywhere. And it's just, it's unfortunate that this is, this is reality. Um, You know, hopefully once we're able to, get these guys out of protocol we can start shifting back to a normal season but I think the only way the playoffs happen successfully is if we see hub cities again if we see bubbles again because you know you look at (laughs) the WNBA they made it through the season and the playoffs with only one positive case one and they had a bubble I believe they had a bubble. I don't remember. They might have had the bubble, but I know when they had the bubble down in Florida, they didn't have any cases. So we got to start thinking about that. And I don't know. I'm just, again, very, um, it's hard to be optimistic about this right now because, again, March 2020 vibes. But, you know, coming up next to close out the show, we're going to talk about the Stockton Heat because we need <laughs> we need to talk about something a little positive and 
the, the Stockton Heat are just that. But before we do that, let's talk about Bet Online AG. Bet Online AG has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues, it's March through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports sports action this season head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit all you have to do is use our promo code locked on to receive that bonus from basketball football nhl boxing and ufc right down to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of the new amazing offers available for you when you use promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the games begin. You know, like I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the Flames <laughs> uh, obviously are on a pause and. I'm not entirely sure uh, that I know what to talk about with them being on that pause. So, you know, uh, I miss talking about them losing four in a row. I really do. I miss overanalyzing every turnover, every shift by Sean Monaghan. Um, so I figured that we could take a peek at Stockton and the little baby flames and <laughs> take a look at them real quick. Dustin Wolf has not lost in regulation at all this season. At all. Okay? He's doing fantastic. He made the jump from the WHL to the AHL. And will I don't think he'll see time in the NHL this year. Um, if everyone stays, you know, comes back healthy and strong. But I think that <laughs> I think that he's doing great. But uh, the Heat ended up sweeping the uh, sweeping Colorado, and they improved to six zero and zero at home in the month of December. Jacob Pelletier had a uh, game winning goal, and <laughs> um, no, I lied. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just like rereading these notes. And <laughs> but he's the team, he's the first rookie in team history to net the teddy bear marker. Okay, so I lied. It was a teddy bear toss game. So what happened was okay, so if you score the first goal, you huck the teddy bears. And of course, <laughs> Jacob Pelletier did that. And he did that in the second period, and that's the first time. Uh, Adam Rosica has 10 goals on the year, and I believe he he's in COVID protocol now. Um, I could be entirely wrong, but uh, Jacob Pelletier now has 10 goals as well. The four-goal game uh, <laughs> happened all in the second period, so this What's different from this team is the fact that they are a second period team, unlike <laughs> unlike their uh, older brothers. But Walker Dooler notched his first professional multi-goal game and second multi-point game. Congratulations. I'm so glad that things in Stockton are going well because <laughs> I did not think you were going to get much playing time in Calgary. Uh <sighs> 
I, I just, I can't believe that they scored four goals in a period. Uh, I don't know where that er- energy is for the Flames, but I'd love to see it. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm impressed. I think that the the Heat are just a fun team to follow and to have like your prospects develop in. And I'm currently looking up to see their schedule because I I don't believe that they are uh, on a pause. I I don't think so. Anyways, okay. Let's see. Nope. Let's scroll down. So they are. Done. They play tomorrow in San Diego. And then they play on the 29th and then on New Year's Eve. So San Diego, then San Jose, and then back at home against San Jose. So, you know, we're just going to have to keep an eye out. Uh, I don't think that they have played Evander Kane. Actually, maybe they have. So have to keep an eye out for that. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I was talking with JD from Locked on Sharks about Evander Kane and how, how much we hate talking about COVID and that's how he feels about talking about Evander Kane. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to have some more fun updates. I promise. We're going to do some uh, Calgary Flames Christmas wish list. We are going to talk about World Juniors. We're going to talk about women's hockey, maybe get an interview in or two, who knows. But thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Bomasto, and I will catch catch you all next time. Bye-bye.